0: And uh, at the same time, Donald Trump had some sort of thing. I don't know what the hell this was. Uh, kind of give me your thoughts on on what what happened last night and uh, sort of the different things and uh, just open it up, my friend. Have fun.
1: Well, you know I, I didn't even watch any of Donald Trump's events. What, what's funny is I didn't even though I wrote about it yesterday, I totally forgot about it. <laughs> the time the debate came on, so it, you know it wasn't, and and it must be that a lot of other people forgot as well because uh, his ratings for that event, despite it being on two networks, MSNBC and CNN, were a quarter of the debate ratings, uh, or viewership. So um, that was interesting, but you know, I, I the the com- comments that I've heard from a lot of people, and I tend to agree, is that you know despite. Donald Trump making debates a circus. Actually, I think Ted Cruz was up to the challenge of Donald Trump um, at the debate, and I, I don't think that was one of his best debates with Donald Trump missing. I, you know, because he can mix it up with Donald Trump, and and uh, so that's one thing I noticed. But you know, Fox did still try to antagonize people. He since since Trump wasn't there for them to ask. Uh, so Trump said this. What do you think about that? So Trump said this. But they just inserted Cruz. Instead, I don't know if you noticed that. Yes. Ted Cruz pointed it out to them, and I I was shocked at the response from Chris Wallace saying, well, it is a debate. Well, I thought a debate was supposed to be them talking about their policies, not, you know, uh, getting them to to go up against each other. Um, It it was odd. And I thought it was, I I had to ask myself, is this Fox still? Or is this CNN with with the leftist YouTubers? that they had asking questions. When would that ever happen at a Democrat debate? Which I'd love to ask Hillary Clinton a question via YouTube uh, at a Democrat debate, but the DNC would never allow that to happen.
0: See, this is the thing I don't understand is uh, Fox has gotten really weird the last couple weeks. Michael Moore shows up on there when they used to beat him to death with a stick, it seemed like. And then he's on Megyn Kelly, and then all of a sudden we got these, these, these left-wing YouTube people. Is, is is Fox trying to appeal to liberals and the left because their numbers seem to be down? But if, if they're going to look at it that way, cable news is down across the board because people are going to the Internet.
1: Right, right. And I, I haven't tracked this specifically, but I know... Their numbers did start going down somewhat after that first debate with so many people being upset with how how it was handled and some of the questions that megan kelly asked but you know if they're trying to uh, appeal to liberals they've always painted themselves as being fair and balanced i appreciated the fact that when fox had someone on there that was that supposedly was uh, a liberal they were a liberal unlike cnn i remember years ago i was watching something they had a a black woman, and they had her labeled it a Republican strategist, and I thought, oh my goodness, CNN is actually having a black Republican <laughs> strategist <emailed laughs> No, it's shocking. She was an independent. She was, not a, she was not a Republican at all. So, but they, they have forgotten about who their viewers are, who their base is. You know, and they, other than Hannity, who I think has the most, you know, still conservative show on the network, and I wonder how much he's battling with the higher-ups there... Um, they do seem like
0: they've lost their way quite a bit. We've got the fabulous Jennifer Burke with us today from Politistic, and uh, she joins us live to close up our hour number two here on the big broadcast, 52 minutes after the hour. And um, one one of the things that took place last night during this uh, this uh, debate was uh, Jeb Bush. He uh, he had this to Crazy. say, and then I want to get your Multiverse. thoughts on uh, Jeb's comments. Here, here it is here on the... Uh, the big program.
2: It's hard for anyone with your pedigree to avoid being called establishment. But isn't that part of the problem in this race that three others on this stage Arabia, are split multimedia the mainstream Republican vote? and thereby possibly handing this nomination over to an anti-establishment candidate. Brett, we're just starting. The the, the first vote hasn't been counted. Uh, Why don't we let the process work? I trust Iowans, Granite Staters, people in South Carolina, people in Nevada to to start this process out. I kind of miss Donald Trump. He was a little teddy bear to me. Uh, we always had such a loving relationship during these debates Gravy, and, and, in between and the tweets. I kind of miss him I, I wish he was here everybody else was in the witness protection program when I went after him on behalf of what the republican cause should be conservative principles, believing in limited government believing in accountability Gravy, leading by fixing the things that are broken look, I'm an establishment because my dad, the greatest man alive was president of the United States and my brother, who I adore as well, is a fantastic brother was president, fine, I'll take it and I'm, I guess Arabia. I'm part of the establishment because the Barbara multimedia Bush is a marketplace. I'm, I'll take that too. But this election. This election is not about our pedigree, this is election about people that are really hurting. And we need a, we need a leader Caribbean. that will fix this. We need a proven record to do it. And we need someone who will take on Hillary Clinton in November, someone who has a proven record, who's been tested, who's totally transparent. I released 34 years of tax returns and 300,000 emails on my government record. To get the information from Hillary Clinton, you need to get a subpoena from the FBI.
0: Thank you, Governor. So what, what what do you think about that, Jennifer, uh, with uh, with Jeb Bush making that statement that he made about he doesn't need an FBI subpoena?
1: You know, I, I did not hear that clip, Diggy. Uh, I, I heard I heard a part of it. And I, and I don't quite
0: recall. He doesn't need an FBI subpoena for what exactly? To release 34 years of tax returns and 300,000 emails. Oh. He basically said we need someone who's going to take on Hillary Clinton in November, who has a proven record, who's been tested and is transparent. And I apparently he means him. <laughs>
1: Every time Jeff Bush talked about him taking on Hillary Clinton, I always turn to my husband and say, "Do you mean? Does he mean his sister-in-law?" Because the Bushes and the Clintons have a very, very close relationship. Yes. Bill Clinton is very close to H.W. George W. has called him, you know, like his brother from another mother. They've called Hillary Clinton, their sister in law, and I'm sorry, I do not buy that he's going to put up this big fight against his sister in law, Hillary Clinton. I think that's just cover. You know, and then the whole thing, we're just getting started. Actually, Jeff, you're not. You spent, what, $75 million? Yes. You're not just getting started, and you're, you're doing terribly in the polls, so bad that you had to have mommy come and try to bail you out. So, uh, no, I, I, I don't even know if Jeff Bush is going to last you know, another, what, one, two months. <laughs> yeah, so I... I himself, the
0: reality of his campaign. Now, uh, there, there, is, there is some other things going on outside of this debate uh, as we head into this this Iowa situation. Do you think that uh, the whole Sarah Palin endorsement hurt Trump, or was that not that big of a deal? Uh, yeah, I don't know that
1: Sarah Palin has the, the pull that she has. With the with the grassroots that she once had, uh, you don't see very many people in the grassroots talking talking about her. Uh, her her endorsement speech was very incoherent. Um, so I, I don't know that it hurt him, but I don't know that it helped him either. But I did see that Sarah Palin's negatives were what she was at a negative eleven and it has dropped since she endorsed Trump. So maybe even those in the grassroots that did support her, uh, are. are Wondering, now that she put her weight behind Trump. And not only that, she attacked Cruz, she and her daughter, vehemently, before they endorsed Trump.
0: We've got Jennifer Burke with us today from Politistic And uh, before we let you go, what's on the website that people can uh, check out this weekend?
1: Well, uh, one of the things that we're just about to put up are the top top ten lines, in our opinion, from the debate last night. And then another story that's really burning burning up uh, our, our site right now is Megan Kelly and, and basically twisting words of Ted Cruz and going after him during the debate and then making a shocking, shocking admission after the debate when no one was looking. You know, or when 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 twelve million people weren't watching. So uh, <laughs> I thought that was interesting, you know, setting Ted Cruz up, trying to almost painting him as, as not being quite honest with the people. And then later on she admitted that he actually has been telling the truth the whole time but unfortunately that wasn't during the debate I, I encourage people to check out that story and check out the video uh, because it just shows you what an agenda looks like
0: check out PolitiStick it is available and uh, we're going to take a brief time out and when we come back it's top of the hour time Going to be talking to Mr. Mark Davis coming up. Thank you, Jennifer. Appreciate it. We're going to take a timeout. Mark Davis, James Soto, Josh Bernstein, the United States Justice Foundation, Mr. Michael Connelly. Coming up here on The Big Program.